At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. Wrapping up hour number two. I am live here at the Circa Resort in Las Vegas, Nevada. James comes to us via Denver, Colorado. Breaking down the card in week 11 in the NFL. And we are lucky enough now to be joined by a guest. He is covering the Carolina Panthers-Washington football team game. And that is Herbert White. He's the editor-in-chief at the Charlotte Post. And you can follow him on Twitter at Herb L. White 1. That is the number one, Herb L. White 1. And Herb, thank you so much for joining us. It's a, it's quite a setup for this game. First of all, both of these teams come in off of huge upset wins. They both won outright as underdogs, nearly double-digit underdogs in Week 10. And now we meet up in the, in the Cam Newton-Ron Rivera reunion. You know, Cam Newton is brought back to his original team where he won an MVP for Coach Rivera. So a lot of storylines going on here in Charlotte. What's the buzz like there in your neck of the woods? Well, it's uh, very loud, this buzz is going <laughs> on. Uh, Charlotte hasn't quite gotten over its Cam Newton's back high or hangover or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, the place is going to be rocking tomorrow, and it's going to be a full house, which uh, you couldn't necessarily say the last time the uh, Panthers played in Charlotte when they got handled by New England fairly easily. So, uh, you know, folks are really excited about Cam Newton coming back. And for once, ownership and the uh, front office listened to fans when they had an immediate need for a helpful quarterback. <laughs> he said, well, you know, there can't be anybody better than Cam Newton, so why don't you bring him back? So they did, and they got a huge boost from him. And, uh, the team responded last week and uh, basically beat the brakes off Arizona. So you mentioned getting the big boost and the emotional boost, getting Cam Newton back there and trying to get some some consistency out of the quarterback position. We saw what happened with Sam Darnold and, and just the lack of confidence as the season progressed for, for Sam back there, seeing Ghost uh, from Jets past. But thinking about not only with Cam Newton, I think he'll probably be limited again. We talked about, the, Coach Rule talked about he will take the first snap but I think that's more so, I think, to to appease the fans in any sense, right? Because they're coming out to see him. But what do you expect to see, not only from Cam Newton out there, what kind of packages we'll see with him when he is under center as the quarterback, but talk to us also about P.J. Walker and what you expect to see with this kind of dual quarterback situation for the fans tomorrow. Well, I think it's 
it's going to be an interesting type of setup. The Panthers are going to start Newton, which I guess is what the fans are clamoring for, and they're probably clamoring for him to play the entire game. But there's still some unfamiliarity, obviously, with the offense because Matt Rule was not the coach of the Panthers when Cam Newton was there uh, previously. So that will take some adjusting and getting accustomed to the terminology and and all the other things that go into putting together an offense. But the packages, I think, will more than likely lean towards the running side of Cam Newton, where you're going to have some zone reads and all the other things that he does well. And I think that that's the key to bringing him in, at least at this point. What does he do well? We don't know if he's going to be the kind of passer that you need him to be, but this offense doesn't need that 30 to 40 passes a game type of output. So I think they will probably limit him. P.J. Walker will surely manage the game as well. And as long as they are running the ball halfway decent with uh, Christian McCaffrey and Tuba Hubbard, they're right there in the ballpark. Herb, I want to talk about uh, some of the, you know, the Carolina factor in the Washington locker room, if you will. We talk about, of course, Ron Rivera coming back to coach or to uh, coach against his former team. The last time he was there, he lost. Dwayne Haskins was the Washington football team quarterback for that particular game, and he turned the ball over three times. So that did not go very well in his first try for Rivera. But uh, James and I were talking about this game a little earlier. There's a lot of former Carolina coaches on the Washington staff and also former Carolina uh, players on the Washington football team. Do you think that maybe gives them a little bit of an edge or a little something special when they come back to town? It might give them something special. I don't know if it's the warm and fuzzies. They have uh, really good memories of, of Charlotte and Carolina. Uh, also, keep in mind, you know, they brought along Marty Herney, who is the former Panthers general manager. So, you know, there's a lot of those connections. But whether that gives them a leg up against that rule, I don't necessarily believe that because rule has basically turned this roster over with the exception of a few guys like Shaq Thompson, obviously Cam Newton is back, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, but so much of this Carolina team is separate and apart from the Rivera days, especially on defense, uh, where I don't know if he's going to have much of a leg up other than maybe the emotional push of coming back home. So you mentioned, Herb, the transition and roster turnover, especially on the defensive side. We know last year, I believe all of their draft picks going into 2020 were all on the defensive side. Very young defense from last year moving on to this year. Very fast, very aggressive, but also picked up a couple veterans coming on. Talk about some of the veterans that thinking about Hassan Reddick coming over to be kind of that bookend pass rusher there with Burns on the other side. And now Stephon Gilmore actually going to start to see more playing time out there on the field what do you expect to see from this defense not only in this game here but to go forward for the rest of the season because I think this defense continues it's it's the better unit between the two of the offensive defense for this Carolina Panthers team for sure but I think we're just continuing to see this team mature and improve from on a weekly basis that's true and that defense I think is it's not a it's not too much of a stretch to say that this is at the worst a top 10 defense and if it's really cooking, it may be a top five. You, know, you have a lot of young people there. And I think it's hard to differentiate at this point whether the Gilmore trade or the Hassan Reddick uh, free agency signing, which is the bigger coup for Carolina. But I may give lightly the Reddick uh, signing because he has put something into that pass rush alongside Brian Burns on the other end. And that is a really good unit now up front. You know, you've got two big guys in the middle who are going to climb some things up and cause some havoc there. But those pass rushers are really good. And the uh, secondary, even though it lost its uh, top draft pick in J.C. Horn, Gilmore has fit right on in there. And he's gotten there since his first two games in Carolina. 
And you know, he's a hometown guy. He grew up just down the road in Rock Hill, South Carolina. So he's comfortable, and he's playing some really good ball after spending some time away with the injury while he was with New England. Speaking with Herb White, he is the editor-in-chief of the Charlotte Post. Again, you can follow him on Twitter at HerbLWhite1. Talking about the Carolina Panthers hosting the Washington football team. Currently, Carolina is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Your total right in the neighborhood of 44-and-a-half. And, Herb, I want to ask you about head coach Matt Rule. Of course, he comes from the college ranks, and this guy has done a wonderful job in turning around every program he's been at and I really had high hopes for him, and I, and I thought he was going to be a great coach. And, and he has gotten off to a great start. Of course, he was 3-0 and this year. However, you know, since then, they have fallen off, and now they're uh, you know, a 500-ball club. And, and we've seen some games that were real doozies for the Carolina Panthers. You mentioned the game against the New England Patriots. And, of course, Sam Darnold hasn't helped uh, Matt Rule look any better as a coach with all of his interceptions. But what is the general perception there uh, from the media in Charlotte about the job that Matt Rule is doing right now if, after he's fallen off a little bit after the 3-0 and start? Yeah, well, I guess, you know, there's going to be that reaction uh, because Rule pushed the Donald to, uh, you know, to come to Carolina. I mean, he was the one who was behind the trade, and he convinced general manager Scott Fitterer that, you know, this guy would be a great fit. And so when you have that type of thinking going into swinging this trade, you give up draft choices, and then you – pick up that fifth-year option on Darnold at $18 million and some change. You know, questions are going to fly when your quarterback is struggling. And as a result, your offense is struggling. And that 3-0 and start to the season all of a sudden turns into a long losing streak and people are scratching their heads and pointing fingers and thinking, you know, maybe this guy isn't cut out for this job. You know, Newton can come in and give them a jolt and push them into the playoff, everybody looks like a genius all of a sudden. So the the book isn't written yet on this season. It's still in the balance. In the NFC, it's highly, I wouldn't necessarily say it's overly competitive, but it is very much equal when you talk about everybody beneath Tampa Bay and Dallas now. Uh, those playoff spots will change quite a bit between now and the end of the season. All right, Herb, we've got about just 30 seconds left. I want to get a prediction out of you. Give me a final score. I mentioned the Carolina Panthers are favored by three and a half points. Your total is 43. What do we get between the football team and the Panthers? Hmm. Well, I like the Panthers' defense slightly better than Washington, and I think that defense believe it or not, will benefit from the Cam Newton factor. They will play hard knowing that all they have to do is keep it in range and Cam Newton will figure a way to get them a win. I would say 20 to 14 Washington. I mean, Carolina. All right, 20 to 14 Panthers. Very good. Thank you very much, Mr. White. Enjoy the game, my friend. Thank you. All right, that is Herb White, the editor-in-chief of the Charlotte Post. We'll come back and Dive back into the Week 11 card we pick up with the Minnesota Vikings hosting the Green Bay Packers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop tracker now available at vsin.com for you to keep up with the key NFL props. Head to vsin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vsin.com slash NFL. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you back inside the Pro Football Blitz. James Salinas on a couple of prop bets this week. Speaking of the prop tracker, Jonathan Taylor over 73 yards rushing in their game with the Buffalo Bills. And uh, you had another one there. Oh, uh, Joe Mixon over 16 and a half receiving yards in their game with the Las Vegas Raiders. And we've got one more game on the early portion of the schedule on Sunday to get to James before we hit that first afternoon game. And that is the Las Vegas Raiders hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. But first it's going to be first place hosting second place in the AFC North, the green Bay Packers at eight and two on the year. will visit the Minnesota Vikings who are still under 500 at four and five. The Packers have won four out of their last five. The Vikings have won three of their last five and are coming off of an outright win as an underdog last week in Los Angeles, 27 to 20 in a win over the Chargers. I made this game two and a half in favor of Green Bay, and that's where it was for most of the week, James. But the last couple of days, money has come in on the Minnesota Vikings, and currently the Packers are down to just a one-point favorite with a total of 47 and a half, and a lot of shops have already gone to pick them in this contest. What are you doing with this one? I'm taking the Vikings for the first half here, and and it's a pick them. So pick them at even money, plus 100. And looking at the Vikings, six out of the last seven games, they've led at halftime. You know this is a huge divisional game, and both teams are going to come focused and ready to get after it uh, for this matchup, a big divisional game. Really, the only two teams within that division, I don't think we think the Bears are going to be anywhere as far as a contender for this year with young Justin Fields, and then I guess the Lions. We we should just get another division for some of these teams like the Lions and just let them, Lions play the Texans and the Jaguars each and every week, just give them a subdivision. But thinking about this matchup with the Vikings and the Packers here playing at home, Vikings coming off talked about them getting off to good starts leading at halftime six out of the last seven games but also starting to get healthier on the defensive side Harrison Smith will be back at the safety position he missed last week due to COVID issues so and I I know that Danielle Hunter is gone from the the they're one of their best pass rushers but Barr will be back in this game linebacker for the Vikings so healthier on the defensive side and I think more so for me this is just a play against the Packers because I feel like right now 
Where is Aaron Rodgers? We know all the stuff that's been going on, not only with the COVID issues from a couple weeks back, but now he's been dealing with the toe injury this week and did not practice. It was very was a limited through the walkthrough on Friday, so he actually has not had a full-length on-field practice with his teammates since October 22nd. Now, if anybody could just step out on the field and get out there and compete, it definitely would be Aaron Rodgers, but that's a tall order, not having really practiced with your teammates. you got to stay sharp. you got to stay keep the little details going, keep that keep that chemistry going on the field. The timing is really important. And the fact that he hasn't really been out there with his teammates in almost a month consistently, I think that's going to lend to them. maybe some rust out there. We saw it last week, really did not perform well, did not look like the the Green Bay offense, the Aaron, Aaron Rodgers offense that we're used to seeing, especially against really a suspect defense with the Seattle Seahawks. Now you're going to go in on the road here, and you're not going to have Aaron Jones. It's really going to, uh, it's really not going to be the, the Aaron Jones show having to take some pressure off that passing game with Rodgers in this matchup until he starts to get caught up to the speed of the game because this is going to be a very high-level, fast football game here for the Vikings' standpoint. So that's where I'm going. I didn't. I, I, I lean towards the Vikings to, to be able to cover and win this game outright as a small home dog, but in this case here, I just think the rust factor, not having that practice time with Aaron Rodgers and really how healthy is he out there. We don't know the issue with his toe, but the fact that it kept him out of practice for the majority of this week has to be concerning for the Green Bay Packers. So make mine the Vikings just for the first half as a pick at even money. Ought to be a good game. The Vikings' pass defense has been much improved as of late after allowing nine yards per pass attempt in their first three games, James. They've only allowed 5.6 yards per attempt over their last five games. Minnesota also just limited Justin Herbert to one touchdown pass and five yards per pass attempt. Packers are 26th in the league in allowing 4.6 yards per rushing attempt. And conversely, Minnesota 12th in the league, gaining 4.4 yards per rushing attempt on offense. So we will see what happens. Uh, Like I say, the money has been coming in really on Minnesota all week long. It was Green Bay 2.5 for uh, about three or four days, and then the last two or three days, it's been all Minnesota down to minus one in favor of Green Bay, a pick in a lot of spots, and a total of 47.5. The Cincinnati Bengals have lost two in a row. The Las Vegas Raiders have dropped two in a row. Cincinnati was shocked by the Jets in Week 8, and then they were hammered by Cleveland in Week 9. Las Vegas really came out guns a-blazing post John Gruden with a couple of wins, but have since fallen at New York and then most recently here at home to the Kansas City Chiefs. Both of these teams, James, are in the playoff hunt and desperately in need of a win. The Bengals are off their bye week. I made this two and a half in favor of Cincinnati. It's pretty much been Bengals minus one all week long. The total currently at 51. I think it's a pretty tough game to call. Do you like any play in this game? It is a tough game to call. Thinking about the Bengals, they got, they're got they coming off the bye, so they've had some time to really go back and reflect. And I think the bye was at a perfect time for this team because maybe they got a little full of themselves considering how well they competed for the first seven games of the season and really that big win at Baltimore from start to finish. Big divisional game. They were all over Baltimore. I think it was a tough situational spot for Baltimore in that matchup. But that said, the Bengals go in there and hammer Baltimore on the road and then definitely come back to earth the last two games, losing to the lowly New York Jets and then getting throttled at home by the Cleveland Browns rolling into their bye. Now what are they going to look at? And I think they've got to look at what are they going to do offensively because it's it's not a great offensive line. We know that. it's not a good offensive line. Let's just call it what it is. It's, it's, a, it's a mediocre to bad offensive line for the Cincinnati Bengals. They've got to find some other protection screens because same thing happened to Burrow last year. Too much, too many dropbacks, too many hits, and same thing's happening this year. 25 times he was sacked the first nine games. And we know Burrow, he's, he is a gambler. He's competitive. It's just in his nature to, to compete and fire the ball down the field. He is not afraid to sling it, and I like that about him. He is definitely going to be a playmaker in this league for years to come because of his, his attitude and his competitive spirit. But they're going to have to temper that somewhat. Otherwise, they're going to get the kid killed again this year, getting hit just as much as he did last season. So the only way I went here was thinking about what are they going to do coming off the break? And yeah, they're going to be able to go and throw the ball down the field against this Raiders really suspect secondary play a lot of cover three and a lot of cover, a lot of cloud coverage with cover two with third and long situations. 
The seams are open down the field. He's going to throw those, but I think they need to get Joe Mixon more involved in the passing game because you can attack the flats in those cover three schemes for the Las Vegas Raiders. That's what the Cleveland Browns did the last two games. Even though they were losses, they got Mixon involved in the pass game out in the flats against some soft coverage from both the Jets and the Browns, kind of similar to what we'll see tomorrow against the Las Vegas Raiders. So Mixon, his yards receiver, we're just sitting at 16 and a half. The last two games against, like I said, the the Jets and the Browns, collectively nine receptions for 104 yards in those two games. So I think there's going to be opportunities versus that Raiders defense for Mixon to get more involved and start to have Burrow start to check down. You don't have to go with the the big explosive play. Take what they give you. They're going to give you those flats. Dump it down. Mixon's a terrific back. He can make plays in the passing game. Feed him the rock outside in the flats. Throw the football here. That's the only play I made. Over 16 and a half receiving yards for Joe Mixon. When I go deeper into my numbers, James, I come out with the Bengals as four and also four and a half point favorites. And I lean Cincinnati here in this game. But what keeps me off of it is I wonder what's going to show up for the Las Vegas Raiders. Are they going to do that second half slide again that we've seen uh, in their couple of years under John Gruden? Are they going to do that again for a third year in a row? Are they going to lose a game for the third week in a row? We don't see that too often out of the Las Vegas Raiders, what has been a pretty decent team all year season long. Or are they going to look like they did against the Philadelphia Eagles and just really rout a team? So, that's what's tough for me. Do you, do you have any handle on where the Raiders might go from here? I kind of have a, far, a hard time thinking that they're going to lose for a third straight week. It's, you would think so, especially playing at home. We've seen so many inspired efforts out of the Raiders when they're playing at home. We think about back to opening night, week yeah. one against the Ravens. What a, what a sensational, fun game. What a competitive game that was. And a few weeks back, just jumped all over Philadelphia. Philadelphia makes the first drive and really got throttled after that by that Raiders team. But I guess the defense here, that's the concern for me more so than the offense right now for the Raiders. That defense, yeah, on the bookends with Ngakwe and Crosby, are they going to be able to get after, mix it, or get after Burrow in the backfield I think so based on that offensive line not a good offensive line for Cincy I just don't trust that secondary to be able to consistently make plays because Burrow is going to sling the ball down the field and they have some versatility with with Joe Mixon not only catching the football running the football as well I just think there's more balance and more playmakers for Cincinnati overall on the offense to be able to match up against the poor secondary for that Raiders defense so yeah no play for me on either side I kind of favor the Bengals in this matchup but I'm just going to stick with the prop bet that I'm yeah I'm with you I kind of favor the Bengals as well you know my numbers came out to about four Uh, I personally made the number two and a half Uh, I, I don't like teasing through the zero but if I'm going to do anything I might tease the Bengals uh, to plus five maybe I can get a pick them before kickoff and get them to plus six we will see no play for me as of yet we'll be back a couple more games to go over right here on the pro football blitz this is the pro football blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSN, the sports betting network the VEASAN Black Friday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you also receive a $20 credit in the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus 20 bucks to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, it's a limited-time offer. Sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Love the VEASAN t-shirts. There's the uh, famous one with Brent's mug on there. Cash and tickets is what it's all about. I've got one of those in my collection as well. James Salinas and Brady Cannon with you. Down to about the last four games here of the Week 11 card. Still the Sunday nighter and the Monday nighter to come. But first, we go to the Pacific Northwest. The Arizona Cardinals, James, they have played their last two games without Kyler Murray at quarterback, and they got a split. They demolished San Francisco, and they got demolished by Carolina. Russell Wilson, he came back for Seattle against the Green Bay Packers last week at Green Bay, and he got shut out for the first time in his entire career, 17 to nothing. Now, we still don't know if it's going to be Murray back at quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. I expected that he would be back after missing two weeks, and it seemed like he was you know, nearly back in, in the game against the Niners and then even maybe closer to coming back against Carolina. I figured he'd be back for sure this week. I made the number three and a half for the road team Cardinals, but... We've seen this line slowly creep towards Seattle. 
And in the contests here at Circa Million and Westgate, the Seahawks are a two and a half point dog. But now there's some shops around town that have gone all the way down to pick them, James. I mean, it seems if somebody has information out there that Murray's going to be out for a third straight week. And you got to think about the scheduling spot right now for the Arizona Cardinals. After this game at Seattle, they have a bye week. And so do you want to put Kyler Murray out there and risk him re-aggravating that ankle? Because we know he's one of those quarterbacks that, yeah, he he can – yeah, he doesn't – he's short of stature for sure in the pocket, but so many of the explosive plays – come from Kyler Murray with his legs, not that he's running down the field, but it's being able to get outside the pocket, his escapability, and being able to extend plays with his feet because he is such a quick, he's such a quick athlete. You don't have your wheels underneath of you. He's not going to be able to do what he needs to do to be able to not only get outside the pocket and make plays, but also protect himself from that standpoint. But he starts taking hits inside that pocket. Again, he's short of stature. Lay some licks on him out there. He needs to be fully healthy to play the way that he needs to play to to perform for this Arizona Cardinals offense. So does he play? I mean, ultimately, before I get involved, I haven't gotten involved. You have to know. You have to know, is he going to play here? So right now, if you're trying to get ahead of it, it's all suspect. And thinking about, do they really need? Yeah, it's a divisional game. And thinking about how poorly they performed, complete no-show effort last week from the Arizona Cardinals getting hammered at home against Carolina. Yeah, they want to get that taste out of their mouth. But do you do that at the expense of risking Kyler Murray to get hurt? And now he's out for even longer because they still have they're still in the driver's seat, in a sense, in the NFC West. They've already have the, the tiebreaker and sweeping San Francisco this season. They won at Los Angeles, so they'll be hosting L.A. in a few weeks. They win that game at home. Now they got the tiebreaker on the Rams. So they kind of control their own destiny within their division. Not that this is, again, not a big game, but. Do you want to risk Kyler Murray getting re-aggravating that injury? I don't think so. So I suspect he doesn't play. I know one team, his his partner in crime out there receiving the football, DeAndre Hopkins, he is not playing. He's already been ruled out for this matchup. They're looking ahead to getting him off the bye, another two weeks of rest, getting him fully healthy with his hamstring injury. So maybe it's the total. Maybe we get in as to see some 48s out here. Maybe it's getting involved with the total. Obviously, if Kyler Murray is not playing, that total is going to drop from 40. I don't know where that number goes, but it's not going to go up for sure. Then you think about the other side with Russell Wilson. Yeah, coming back off of his finger surgery. You know, they didn't put him under center one time in that game. Everything was run out of shotgun. And that's typically half the time he's under center because he loves to get under there, run the play action, run the boots, the nakeds, et cetera. Everything was out of play action or everything was out of shotgun last week because of his hand. They wouldn't want to have him risking taking that direct snap underneath center to his finger. We got to see how fully healthy is he. He's not at 100 percent. Didn't look good last week whatsoever. So maybe that's it, Brady. Maybe instead of I I don't know where to go with the side because Kyler Murray is such a key factor in this game. I kind of suspect he doesn't play. So maybe you get ahead of it now and bet the under. And then if he doesn't, you're going to have a good number sitting at 48. And if he does, you know, and and the book's at least out here in Colorado, Brady, I can just cash it back out. If I don't like where it's at and like that number, I usually can get what I bought in for. And if I don't like the number because he is playing, I can cash myself out too. Yeah, I'm seeing 47 and a half here in Las Vegas. So definitely 48, a good number there where you are in Denver, Colorado, James. Uh, A couple things we do know about this game. Uh, Since 2005, and you talk about the total here, since 2005, teams coming off of a shutout loss are 50 and 41 to the under in their next game, including 21 and 11 on the under versus division opponents. Now, I'm trying to make sense of that, but, uh, you know, I guess if you scored zero in one game, you're liable to not score very many the next game. Right. Yeah. Well, and now with Seattle, no running game. I mean, I don't know what I, I know that the Carson went on injury reserve. He's done for the season and his backup Collins is, has been banged up. He had a full practice on Friday, did not practice on Thursday. He's not listed on the injury reporting. So maybe he's back to full health. But again, we're talking about a backup running back here. It all falls on the shoulders uh, of Russell Wilson and then DK Metcalf. Can he keep his cool? You got to play for 60 minutes. You can't get yourself thrown out. You're a key factor in this offense, especially with the lack of a running game. You got to keep your poise, man. You got to stay on the field, be a professional out there and play for your teammates. You're not playing for yourself. So a lot of those red flags that that team's had about drafting him a couple years back, some of those are coming to fruition here as far as his attitude out there on the field. That's a big concern as well. The other concern, though, looking at the defensive side, not a great defense with the Seattle Seahawks. We know that, especially on the back end in coverage. 
couple key injuries popped up this week in the secondary to be mindful of. For me, this is strictly going to be, unless I play that total and jump on that now at 48, as far as the side goes, Brady, i got to wait for the inactives to find out what's going on, obviously, on the Arizona side. But thinking about Seattle, a couple key injuries in that secondary popped up this week. Two with groin injuries, both Jamal Adams and DJ Reed did not practice on Friday with groin injuries. So you got to see if those two aren't out there, that definitely could be adverse to your total looking under because it reads their best cover corner for Seattle. And then Adams, we know Adams can sometimes play. He's very aggressive, can be a bit undisciplined sometimes, but he's looking to make those big plays, trying to create turnovers and splash plays, the emotional leader of that defense. If he's not out there, that's a big loss for the Seattle Seahawks defense. So a couple players on the defensive side for Seattle that I'm going to need to find out their status before I actually make a bet. Here's another one for you, James. Arizona Cardinals backup quarterback Colt McCoy, 2-14 and 14, straight up, 4-12 and 12 against the spread as an NFL starter from game 10, or excuse me, after game 10 of the season. Again, I'm not sure why that is. Late in the season, this guy is not good. Both currently Colt McCoy and Kyler Murray listed as questionable for this contest. The NFL game of the week, my friend, the Dallas Cowboys at Arrowhead Stadium to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs have been to two straight Super Bowls, and certainly the Dallas Cowboys are a Super Bowl contender this season. Dallas comes off of a suffocating victory over the Falcons. 43-3, your final score there last week, while the Chiefs come up with a big win over their rival Las Vegas Raiders. Kansas City finally starting to look like they're turning it around. They're 6-4 and four and on top of the division in the AFC West. They've won three games in a row, James, and very important, that's two games in a row that they have not turned the ball over. I made this game a pick uh, the home team Chiefs have been a two-and-a-half-point favorite in the entirety of the week, and the total is now 56-and-a-half for your consensus. Where do you sit on this battle between two heavyweights? I sit exactly right on the fence as if I don't know. I don't know which way to go with this game. It's going to be a great game, high-level game. Love these love these type of, you know, non-conference games where these are both teams that are contenders within their within their own conference to get to the Super Bowl and how do these two teams match up? You think about the Chiefs, you mentioned Mahomes and no turnovers. A lot of turnovers early in the season, and a lot of teams were playing a lot of soft coverages, keeping everything in front of them, daring Mahomes to be patient and take what they gave him. Well, that's exactly what he did last week against the Raiders. Absolutely lit the Raiders up, but not for the big splash plays. There were a couple out there, some big plays that to be had, but for the most part, he was checking things down and a lot of easy completions for big yardage underneath. Threw for over 400 yards. I think he had five TDs against the Raiders. Now, different story here with the Dallas Cowboys in that defense. Much faster, much more aggressive, but we know those bookend pass rushers are not going to be there. Demarcus Lawrence has been out for quite a while. Randy Gregory will also not be in this game. He wasn't there last week. He won't be in this game this week. So what does that look like from the Cowboys' pass rush perspective? If you're going to put Parsons out there to get after the passer, who's going to go out there and cover Kelsey? I think Kelsey's the key to this game for me. They're going to move him every which way and try to find mismatches against this Dallas defense. And one other point to note for the Dallas Cowboys on the offensive side, Amari Cooper out with COVID, not going to be available for this matchup against the Chiefs. That's a pretty big loss for that Cowboys offense. They can still sustain. they got plenty of firepower, but that is a big loss for Dallas. Yeah, Amari Cooper uh, looks like he'll be out for the Thanksgiving game as well for the Dallas Cowboys. They will be taking on – are they taking on the Chicago Bears, is it? Or who are – Dallas no, it's Raiders game? Raiders that's right that's right Raiders I was thinking uh, the Saints the Saints are playing the Bills Dallas is taking on the Raiders we will see that should be a great game I agree with you there we'll come back I've got a few more tips on the Dallas Cowboys Chiefs game and then we'll get into the final two the Sunday nighter and the Monday nighter as we wrap up the pro football blitz right here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com the sports betting network At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get an extra helping of football with Madden Holiday Madness. Play free in three fantasy football contests and compete all Thanksgiving weekend for a share of $15,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash EA Madden now to get in on the action. EA Sports, it's in the game. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions may apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Final segment of the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. And just a couple more points on the big game of the afternoon, the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Dallas Cowboys. When I went into my deeper sets of numbers, James, I came out with Dallas as a 7.5-point favorite and a 5-point favorite in this game. Cowboys are currently on a 7-1 to against the spread run as non-conference road underdogs. I did use Dallas in a teaser taking them up to plus eight and a half. Love that number there. I'm with you. I can see this one going either way. You know, I've been down on Kansas City since the pro football betting guide came out for VEASAN. I I did not, I think this team, or I thought this team was absolutely due for a regression. Now, again, like we talked about uh, in the open of covering this game, this team has started to turn it around. But is that going to continue, do you think, James? Or are they still going to stub their toe here and there? I think that's where this game is. This game's a measuring stick for both of these teams. I mean, Dallas, as well as they played this season, this is, and I know that the big game, uh, Minnesota on Sunday night, a few weeks back, Cooper Rush, maybe more so of a letdown on the Vikings side from an emotional standpoint because Dak Prescott did not play there. But this is going to be a very, it's going to feel like a playoff game as far as the intensity is concerned. Let's see Dallas step up and be able to compete at that high level. We know the Chiefs have been there and done that. Not saying that the Chiefs, because they've been there and they've won Super, they've won a Super Bowl, they've been in the Super Bowl twice, that they understand what that means to be able to handle yourself in those high leverage games. This is where do we see Dallas step up and now really be a contender going on the road in Arrowhead? We know that's a very that's a very challenging place to go play. Uh, that's what I really want to see. To me, I think I'm probably going to just stay out of this. This is going to be more so for, uh, I think, just an assessment game for both of these teams. Now, as far as the teaser spot with the Cowboys getting through that eight, I like that spot there. And maybe that's a route I could I could get into and maybe I'll find if, if I want to get involved with this game to go that route. Because I feel like this game is going to come down to whoever ends up having the football last. I don't really trust either of these defenses to get a stop when it's necessary in that fourth quarter. I'd rather trust. I trust the offense for either of these teams if it comes down to the last drive to be able to go make the play to win it I think I trust both of those offenses better than I do with the defense but I think it's a one possession game so as far as the plus the eight and a half with the T's I like that spot when we were playing considerate book it or drop it last week James we were talking about the defensive player of the year award and one of the contestants was TJ Watt we were talking about how he was nicked up in that game against the Detroit Lions in which ended in a tie. And sure enough, he's out this week against the Chargers. We were kind of speculating 
you know, making that bet to win defensive player of the year. Well, how healthy is he going to be? Is he going to be around? Well, that's a big loss for the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. He will not be uh, in the game against the Chargers in Los Angeles down at SoFi Stadium. Also on that defensive side of the ball for Fitzpatrick, Minka, or excuse me, for the Steelers, Minka Fitzpatrick and Joe Hayden also out on defense. Ben Roethlisberger has cleared COVID protocol and is expected to be available to start at quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Chargers, James. And the Chargers have had a few COVID issues of their own. Defenders Christian Covington and Drew Tranquil have been ruled out. Jerry Tillery and Joey Bosa are considered a couple of other defenders that were in close contact with those players, so not sure about their status just yet either. Now, prior to any of this news coming out, I made the Chargers a four-point favorite. Now, currently, they are a consensus five-and-a-half-point favorite, 47-and-a-half for your total. Where do you stand with this one on Sunday night? Well, as far as the status for Bosa and Tranquil, they have both been activated off the COVID list, so they should be available for the Sunday, Sunday night matchup against Pittsburgh, and that's huge, especially with Bosa. Uh, the, the, the pass rush off the edge here, what are we going to see for this Pittsburgh team? I, I Thinking about Big Ben, I mean, the defensive the defensive losses that you talked about, especially with T.J. Watt, he's one of the most ferocious pass rushers in all of football. It's taking him off of there in your best corner when it comes to Joe Hayden not being available either. Does this the game where the Pittsburgh Steelers rally, but can you do that with Big Ben? We don't know. Yes, he's off the COVID list, but how really healthy is he? Those are the kind of things we just don't know. I don't know where to go with this game. This game's sitting at six. I don't know if I'm ready to trust the Chargers after last week. They're kind of dead to me at this point. I don't know if I want to get involved with them this week uh, for really just a poor performance against a perfect spot to take advantage of the Minnesota Vikings, the defense that was really decimated with a lot of injuries and some COVID issues with the Vikings last week. It really looked like a, a team that was afraid to play ahead and be the favorite in that role. Now they're even a bigger favorite going into the Pittsburgh Steelers matchup on Sunday night football. But the Steelers are so beat up with the injuries you mentioned, as well as one of the things I was looking at. This is where sometimes I can't find a side. I don't want to lay the number with the – I don't want to lay six with the Chargers in this spot. But what are we going to see offensively out of the Pittsburgh Steelers? I think it's going to be Najee Harris, Najee Harris, and Najee Harris consistently running the football. And that's what we've seen the last handful of weeks with him getting more and more touches over the last, really the last five weeks, he's had 23, 24, 26, 22, and 26 carries in those games. I think we're going to see a steady dose of Najee Harris looking at his rushing attempt prop. It's sitting at 20 and a half. It's juiced to the under. I think we're going to see a lot of touches out of Najee coming out in this football game here. I think that's, if I'm going to get involved, that's probably the route that I would go is looking to go the over with Najee Harris getting plenty of touches running the football here at 20 and a half, just sitting at five cents. Yeah, and it might be enough to uh, get it done for the Steelers as they'll be facing the worst rush defense in the league yep. in the Chargers. My deeper analysis when I dive into the numbers, I have Pittsburgh favored by two and why one and a half. Now, that doesn't necessarily account uh, for the situation with injuries and Big Ben's status. But uh, after losing to last uh, to the Vikings last week, the Chargers quarterback, Justin Herbert, is now 2-6 and six straight up and 1-6-1 one, and one against the spread versus former defensive coordinators turned head coaches. He is 1-2 and two straight up and against the spread this season. He beat Ron Rivera and Washington in week one and then has now lost to Belichick and Mike Zimmer. Of course, Pittsburgh's Mike Tomlin, a former defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings before he became head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, the Monday nighter, James. Tom, Tom Brady, his kryptonite has always been the New York Giants. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be hosting the New York Giants on Monday night in Tampa. The Buccaneers have lost two straight. They were going into the bye week after a loss to the New Orleans Saints. They come out of the bye week back into action and lose as nearly a double-digit favorite to the Washington football team. The Giants, they are off of a bye week of their own since beating the Las Vegas Raiders outright as underdogs back in New York in that one. I made the line eight in favor of the Buccaneers, James. My deeper dive into the stats came out to nine in favor of Tampa Bay and also three and a half in favor of Tampa Bay. We've been at 11 all week long. Your total is 50. So the question, does Tom Brady turn a two-game losing streak around or do the Giants keep up their impressive work when they're in the role of a road underdog? 
thought Tom Brady was going to do that last week. I didn't bet the game is too big of a favorite on the road at the Washington football team, but coming off the loss and how poorly he played prior to that game at New Orleans when they lost that game, especially in the second half, some really bad decisions by Brady, a lot of pressure getting up in his face as well. And you know that that's really, if there's one weakness, if you can get in Brady and get in his face, we know he's, he can climb the pocket, but he's definitely not going to get outside of the pocket to, to extend and make plays down the field. But are the Giants going to be able to get any kind of pressure on Brady that, that's where, I mean, the number's too big. I'm not laying that number. I see 10 and a halfs now, a lot of these out here in Colorado in favor, obviously, of the Tampa Bay. So money coming in, that number ticking down in favor of the Giants. I can get it. I can get on board with that, taking the number plus the 10 and a half because I think the even if it does and Brady has a great game, and we've seen that. We've seen that historically. We've seen it this season. The get-right game, and he's he comes in feisty. He's pissed off. He wants to get after it. Well, you know, double duty here because of the last two poor last two games, poor performances out of Tom Brady and that Tampa Bay offense. Want to get themselves right here against the Giants. No Logan Ryan in this matchup. Safety back there, really one of the leaders of that secondary for the Giants. He's out with he's on COVID injured. He's on reserve COVID nineteen, so he's not going to play here. But aside from that, I'd probably lean Giants uh, just from the fact that the back door will be open, I suspect, because that secondary still banged up. Not a good secondary right now for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So it'd probably be Giants or nothing for me taking that 10.5 or 11 if I could find it. Yeah, I'm with you. Here's a couple of interesting tidbits. Uh, New York quarterback Daniel Jones, you remember this. He won his first ever NFL start, 32-31 in Tampa in the 2019 season. He lost to the Buccaneers last season, another close one, 25-23. As a road underdog, Daniel Jones is 11-3 against the spread. The Giants, as a team, are on a 23-8 against the spread run as road underdogs. Here's another one for you, James. Tom Brady, you recall, he injured his thumb in Week 5. Since then, he's played in all those games. He's 2-2 straight up. One and three against the spread in those four games since the thumb injury. Brady has 12 touchdown passes and six turnovers, and only one of those four games was against a winning team. Pretty interesting. That'll do it for us. Another week of the Pro Football Blitz in the books. Enjoy your NFL Sunday with us at VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.